And that was Huludu by Muneyi. And what a beautiful song. Love that's love the sound. So different. He's on the line. Muneyi, good morning to you. Thank you so much for making time for us on the Friday wind down. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And of course your full name is Munei Romeo Masibigiri. <laughs> Yes, I don't know where you found that, but yes, that is my full government <laughs> name. <laughs> why, 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 why do artists like hiding the, their government names? Hey, you guys don't um, want to be identified according to your IDs. I mean, Munei is my actual name. I just, you know, mm -hmm. I still have a few identity <laughs> politics that I must deal with before I decide what last name to go by publicly, you know? Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough. I, I'll give you that. Munei, what what beautiful music. Um, I, I absolutely love that song that we kicked off with, Buludu. How would you describe your music? Um, I would firstly say that it's very honest. I think um, if I'm not telling real stories that are just honest, then I wouldn't be doing this. And secondly, it's, easy. I always tell, you know, my people when they ask, like, oh, what, no, what, how, what led to you making music like this? And I said, because it's easy for me. It's what comes naturally to mm. me. So, you know, mm. honest and reflexive, you know, it's like the easiest reflex that I have. Yeah. What, what, what has been your biggest influence musically? Are there people that you have listened to? Is there a particular sound that you have wanted to capture? Funny enough, it's, it's not actually been musicians or rather mainstream musicians. It's been my grandmother. So mm. growing up, my granny, I mean, she still does. My granny would be, you know, tending to her garden and she'd be humming. Random songs, sometimes just making up her own melodies. And at the time, I didn't realize just how much of an influence that had on me until I started writing. Um, and because I didn't really grow up in a musical space and I don't have a musical background like that, I wouldn't say I had like an informed, I made an informed decision in terms of the type of sound I wanted to, to create, like, oh, I wanted to sound like mm. this. But when I did start making music um, intentionally, I I knew what I liked and what I didn't like as opposed to this is the sound we're going for. So for some songs, so, I would think, oh, it's probably going to sound like this. And by the time we're done with it, it was completely different. But I mean, as I grew up, um, there were people I listened to, like Sandy Shaman's wife, Impure Dana Shaday. Um, yeah. So, so basically, Munei, uh, Grandma can claim some of the, the IP rights to, to the sound she of your music. can claim all of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me a little bit about growing up, where you're from. Um, give us a little bit of insight into your life. So I, I grew up in the small village called Chilapeme. Uh, that is just a few kilometers outside of Toyando. Toyando is the town in, in Venda. Venda used to be a republic back in the day, and it's further north, two hours from, from Pulukwane, which is the capital of Limpopo. And I was raised there by my, my grandmother. My mother had known she was fairly young, and she moved to the city. So I grew up with my granny, and before I went to preschool, my granny and I would go to the orchard. 
there's an orchard at home and we plant trees with you know, I I was just a granny baby. I didn't get to play much because you were <laughs> Yes. So I didn't get to play much because you know you're soft, you're gonna get bullied, so you must stick by me. We'd go to town mm. together. So pretty much I had a very simple childhood. You know, most people who were raised by their grandmothers will say the same thing, but you know, their grannies were overprotective and they just treated them like eggs. Yeah. No, Vanabakuku are always the best. They they mm-hmm. always the the most well mannered children around. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> very centered, very grounded. There's something about mm-hmm. that maternal love from grandmothers that yeah. uh, really has a big influence on on a child's life. So I can mm-hmm. I can relate with that a lot. In fact, you've you've written a song titled Makulu. Tell us about it. Yeah. So Makuru is the title track to the album Makuru. I decided to dedicate the whole body of work to my grandmother. Initially, I thought I was mm. I was gonna make an EP, but you know, the more I wrote, the more I realized everything was sort of centering around my grandmother, and particularly the lessons that she sort of instilled, the things she taught me, and just watching her her life. Going from being a little baby to a grown-up and now having to interact with my grandmother as a grown-up and the conversation changing because now she recognizes that I'm grown. It was sort of not easier, but the gaze changed. So I, mm. I could understand her pain as a human being. I could understand how she loved as a human being, how she heals as a human being. And... To be honest, in my life, there's, there was no one at the time or there isn't anyone I felt I could honor like that. And I wanted my first body of work to, to honor my grandmother for all that she's done, you know, raising me and just being there for me. So Makuru is pretty much about that. It's pretty much my grandmother saying, hey, you must stay in school. You must work hard because if you don't work hard, you're going you're gonna to have a really tough life and listen to your elders because they know better. So that's what Makuru was. Was music always the the first option? And and I'm thinking now about mm-hmm. the kind of conversations that you would have had growing up about, you know, the future. This is what I want to do. And mm-hmm. like you're saying, a lot of that wisdom coming from your grandmother about this is what it takes to be successful in life. What did that picture look like? I think for my grandmother, it looked very different. <laughs> it was mm. me sitting in an office, typing mm. away, or me becoming a medical doctor. And, of you know, course. Of those, oh, do you you know? Ma- can you imagine how proud Kuku would have been, hey? Right. A doctor, a whole doctor huh? <laughs> that she now, raised with her own hands. Now I'm not saving lives, I'm saving music styles. But I remember <laughs> a, a, a very specific time. When I, I was in university studying chemistry and I dropped out and I told my grandmother and she cried. You know, she was in the field de-weeding mm. the corn and she started crying and she said, no, what, what's going to happen to you? What's going to happen with your life? And I told her, please, just trust mm. me. I really just want to do what I love. I want to go study something else. And after the conversation, she sort of understood what I wanted. But the life I'm living now is certainly not the one she she dreamt for me, but you know she's been very affirming and saying, "Hey, you're happier now. You could have gone and studied something you didn't like, but I see how happy you are." So, not mm-hmm. what she wanted, but she's happy. 
how much of 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 that you know initial concern that she she had do you think stemmed out of the 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 difference in culture especially in terms of the world that she would have grown up in versus mm. the world that you're growing up in and some of the things that you talk about are not necessarily things that she can easily relate to because mm. uh, you know you're thinking about well I can make music su- successful because well these days we're seeing what young artists are able to do Yeah. even outside of uh you know your big record labels or your mainstream media and, mm. and 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 of course some of the thinking sometimes especially from uh those that are a bit older is yeah. really about well if you don't have that one contract then you're not going to be successful mm-hmm. i think that the the, the the big part of anxiety came from how she socialized you you're absolutely correct it she comes from a world where she didn't get a chance to go to school so even her scope of understanding the work world is very limited you know she she used to make beer to take her children to school so she doesn't really fully understand like the nitty-gritties of what work is so for her me being mm-hmm. at home on a on a random tuesday is a day wasted it, she doesn't consider it maybe a rest <laughs> there's day. no work from home there's no work yeah, from home no, it's like, <laughs> if you're not updated dress up in a and i understand it's a time thing but luckily my grandmother is very open minded she has a very mm. tell me how this works approach as opposed to you're not doing the right thing so she'll say okay sit me down and explain to me like i'm a child and she always says that says i'm grown now i'm like a child you must tell me how it works and then i must use all sorts of examples from different parts of different sectors and say oh you see my aunt my aunt is a nurse she doesn't work all the time she works four days then she takes four days off i make music i don't always sing but when i sing they pay me this much and if i divide that into a day it's as if i have a day job so it's tough because of the generational difference but she's very grateful she's very grateful and i i'm also it also helps me see the world differently the fact that she brings in a mm. different context you know from her time where work was What very is- hard and labor Yeah, yeah. What what was her reaction th- the first time that you played her one of your songs? I was more nervous than she was because um because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was fresh out of varsity and I had just quit my first job a month later and then after that I took my savings and I went to the art festival when I came back I had no money so I went to Vanda and I said listen granny I I made a song and I played it for her and instead of her saying oh you want to be a musician she was just like oh no those lyrics are so wrong you should have said this instead and i was there like okay <laughs> maybe you should write your own song so it sounds like granny <laughs> sounds a lot like yes. granny <laughs> <laughs> so she was more concerned about the lyrical content and how i got the grammar uh, wrong um uh, and and it, it wasn't easy for me to warm up still it took after i made the album which was a year later i set it down and I played her everything from beginning to end and even then she was just like oh I like it I think the penny dropped when um Burudu came out and it was being played all over and I was busy on the phone doing radio interviews the whole day and in the evening during our evening prayer and um, before we would we said our evening prayer she said to me hey I'm really proud of you and I I see what you're doing and you make really nice music and yeah I'll never forget that day yeah 
That's absolutely beautiful. We're in conversation with uh, Munei, as you heard there, his grandmother being such a big influence on his life. In fact, I want us to go to Makulu. It's the name of the album, also the name of uh, this particular track. And that, of course, Makulu by Munei, our Friday wind-down guest for this Friday. We'll continue our conversation with him on The Talking Point. For now, it's 11.30. Time for your latest headlines. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. Good morning, good morning, Oscar D. Good morning, Munei. Enda, govwana, varamenebo muzanda. Oscar D, I just want to ask Munei his name. What does that mean? Does it translate to Munei, like what you have? What, what does it translate to? Um, shout out from me, uh, and uh, yeah, I love I love the sound of his music, man. It's just uh, it's just beautiful. Shout out to him. All right, thanks for that uh, voice note, Uncle Freddy. Munei, what does your name mean? That's the question. Oh yeah, my name means. Munei, so when my grandmother named me, she was saying, God is the giver of life. Munei, Wauchiro, Man, I mean, your grandmother is just like the grandmother of the century, right? Not even the grandmother of the decade. I don't know what. A proper lifetime achievement award. Someone needs to give her that. <laughs> 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 I love it. Now, your, your your music career and trajectory is somewhat different from others in that you already were being recognized for the music you had produced even before you had a debut album. Mm-hmm. That, tell that me more. Tell me more about that. That was very fascinating. I think because. You know, when I put out my first song, I had been dared mm. by a musician friend who were at a jam session thing, and I played this song there. And he said, hey, dude, why don't you put the song out? And I said, I don't know, because maybe I don't have money. And he said, well, I dare you to put it out. And I had imagined this music thing turning out very differently. So I went, took my savings, and then I made the song, and I put it out. And people really received it well. And, I mean, at the time, I had no access to... To like to a publicist, nothing. I was, I put it out by mm. myself. I didn't even have like a reputable, you know, distributor. I had to just like find one on the internet, load my song, and hope that by midnight on a Friday it's gonna be out, which it was. And when I put out my second single, you know, it's sort of like things went crazy. People received it even more. It was big. Like, I, I, I passed out after the song came out, and I woke up to multiple retweet messages, and I was wondering, mm. oh, my God, what happened? Who said what on the mm. internet? And, and people were just receiving it really well. So by the time I put out my, 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 my first body of work, I had gotten a lot of recognition. And even with the shows, people would come to the live shows that I would put, and they, they knew the songs before they'd been released because it would be the same people coming over and over and over again, which was so beautiful to witness. So for that, I'm, I'm very grateful. It was very, a very different, I guess, um, way of doing things, which I didn't anticipate, but I'm also quite glad that it happened like that. And releasing your album under COVID-19, what was the, the impact of that? 
Whew, the release part I see making it then because in, mm-hmm. like I said uh, initially it was meant to be an EP and I started crowdfunding during the pandemic. I think the second week or the third week of the pandemic when everyone was figuring out what to do, what am I going to do in the lockdown, I put up um, a post with a with a crowdfunding link and I said, hey guys, I'm, I want to put out a five-track EP since I have all this time now to focus on making music. And before I knew it, I sort of had enough resources to like to make an entire album. And you know, I just had to be brave and say, "Hey, like, there's I, I could wait and assume there will be a better time, or I could actually put this out now because either way, like, this is the music I love. This is the music that I feel you know is relevant to me and what I'm speaking to, and also the anxiety of." Feeling like I might mm. be the person dedicated to while we're waiting for the market to change, because I really wanted my grandmother to hear this, not just on 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 her phone where I put the music, but I wanted her to hear the song being played on radio. I wanted other people to hear the music and go to her and say, "Hey, I heard the song that's about you." So there was so much anxiety, you know, my granny being old. I, I thought, "Oh my God, what if something happens to her? God forbid." So. I just it was just a brave decision that turned out to work well. But funny enough, even though it it seemed like the music was gaining a lot of traction then, I feel like only now do I actually see that oh people are actually starting to know the music. Which is also another factor mm. that I put it out then and I was I was more than happy with the reception it got. But now I'm like, Wow, okay. You guys seem like you discovered this last week, which is great. There's there's oh, yeah. more. Basically, you're mm-hmm. discovering that they, that there's more. Definitely. So instead of it sort of like the the graph going down, you want to look at my stats. It's like there's each week there's more people listening. Each week there's more people listening, and that's so amazing. Monet, when you think about then your future again, um, you know your 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 debut album only released in in 2020. You've still got such a, a journey to walk. And just from you telling us your story, it's clear that you've had to bank on yourself and you have banked on yourself in order mm-hmm. to get to where you are today. What are the lessons that you say that you would say you've learned on the journey so far? The biggest lesson has been just trusting, trusting myself and trusting that I have a story to tell and that my story is different from everyone else's. Um, and because of that, I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to worry about what the latest music trends are, who's doing what. I can just trust my story. And also just to, to plan better. I know as artists, we think, oh, no, I'm emotional about my work. No, I wrote this song. I'm going to put it out tomorrow. Sometimes it's, it's okay to just plan things better. And also it's just the power of collaboration. I wouldn't have made this this project or any of the songs I made without, you know, the people I collaborated with, from the sound engineers, mm. you know, because sometimes we think money goes a long way, but it's actually people's willingness to, to help you. Um, and the people that I've sort of worked with on this project really like, they're the stars of this project. I was just there with my guitar and my few notes singing, but, you know, there were the ones who were saying, yeah, maybe let's try this. Let's try this way. So also just collaborating with people and trusting them, trusting that they have, they have something to offer. Because, sure, our stories might be different, but they also intersect in so many ways. And sometimes my, what, I, 
what I technically struggle with might be another person's strength and what they, they, they struggle with might be my strength. So just exchanging values and also just, uh, just trusting the audience. I think there's this idea that, you know, the people we're releasing music to are more than happy to hear anything and they don't know anything. Mm. But trusting them is so important because at the end of the day, they're the ones who, who consume the music. They're the ones, you know, who come to the shows. So trusting them and trusting their input, maybe not all the time, but for the majority of the time, yeah. Those have been well, the me, I want to. I want to play some of the voice notes that our listeners have been sending through for you on our WhatsApp line 0614104107. Good afternoon, Kathy, and the SA listeners. And the guest there on the Masiari, what a song, what a song. I mean, it invites the African spirits, man. That song has got connections with our ancestors. And the man knows very well that when we play those songs at home, believe me, those elders who are possessed with uh, some traditional spirits and all that, I mean, they get possessed immediately, you know? Yeah, Kathy, this is outstanding. I mean... That's a good album. I mean, I think I can buy that one. No doubt about it, man. The guy's a genius. Thanks, Eric from Soweto. Morning, Kathy. Good morning, Munei. Um, First time hearing you, and I love this music. Um, Kathy, would you ask him the title of the first track you played uh, when you introduced him to us? Please. Thank you. All right, so 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 the name of, of of the first song we played was Buludu, and I, I think that you know it's really an example of what Monet was saying that uh, once people hear his music, then there's such a growing appetite for it. What does the future hold, Monet? And I think it'll also be important for you to tell people about how they can get hold of your music because there are new audiences that are waiting to hear you out there. Mm-hmm. I can hear there's a lot of excitement, which makes me even more excited. So that's great. So right now, I mean, I'm constantly writing and also things sort of change after you put out an album because now people have heard your music and you feel like you're under pressure. So I've been writing and trying to write from a place of zero pressure. Um, Just writing music, collaborating some more with other people and... Yeah, people should expect new music, maybe this year, maybe early next year. I don't know yet. I need to pray about it and sort of feel it out. And yeah, I'm working on new stuff, exciting stuff with other people. And if mm. people want to get a hold of me, they can. Mostly my socials. I'm always on the socials, connecting with people. I'm on Instagram, Munei underscore, that's M-U-N-E-Y-I underscore. Uh, and that's the same for Twitter and on Facebook. There's a page, Munei, just Munei, and you'll see, you'll see that there's no other Munei's in addition, I think. Yeah. What would you say have been, has been a highlight of your career so far? Ooh, making music with my grandmother. Like, actually recording with her, which is something I've been doing. It has been the highlight. And also, uh, playing playing like some of my favorite festivals that I had always sort of wanted to play when I started out in the music industry and actually being on the stage and mid song thinking, oh my God, I am actually doing this. And mm. yeah, and also 
But I think above all, it's when I've written a song and someone comes to me and they, they say, hey, Monet, I don't understand the language, I don't know the words, but every time I listen to the song, it takes me to this place. And, and when they tell the story, you realize it's the same story that inspired you. And but for me, that just validates me because it makes me feel like music will always transcend language and all the other barriers that we think exist. And yeah, just connecting with people through the music is it's, it's my biggest highlight because I hope, you know, God willing, inshallah, that I hope that's always the case, that when I make music and I put it out, people can always say, hey, I, this touched me, you know, this touched a part of my heart. So yeah. Mm. Munei, we certainly wish you all of the very best for the future in your music career here on The Talking Point. It's been a pleasure uh, spending the Friday wind down with you, getting to learn a little bit more about you, but also about your music. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you a lot more in the future. I have no doubt that um, I'm sure you're going to come back and tell us about all the other awards that you're still going to win. You know, the, it's still very early on in the road you've got a lot to give and we'll be looking forward uh, to seeing what else comes from you thank you so much and to everybody that's listening thank you and yeah i can't wait to to receive all those awards and i'll come back and we'll talk about them <laughs> fantastic Muneyi. Uh, that's where we'll leave it for today I hope you've been enjoying his music as much as I have I want to play uh, another one of his songs again because I realize that not many of us actually know a lot about his music but uh, nonetheless enjoying what we've been able to play on air today so we're going to close off the show with Chifiwa before we leave let me say uh, goodbye to you We'll be back with you again on Monday morning on The Talking Point. A big thank you to the team and everybody that's been out here in the East Rand as part of this uh, broadcast at the Water and Sanitation Education Program. Have yourselves a lovely weekend. Take care of yourselves and we'll continue the conversation on SAFM throughout the day. <laughs>